0: magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives.
1: Yay, hello, and welcome, everybody. Welcome. Yay. It's funny because, well, one, my chair is making a lot of noise today, but just disregard <laughs> that. And um I'm noticing we do this over Zoom with each other, and we have our names on there. And my son changed. Oh, it's because he's, I'm on Brett's computer, and he changed, he put his name up there. For some reason, he likes to add chips to the end of his name. So because he loves chips. The show or chips? (laughs) Oh potato chips.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I like how that's like a defining quality for him. (laughs) That's so ridiculous. Yeah. So it says
1: his name and chips instead of my name. But it's me. It me. Hashtag at me. <laughs> so let's, do you want to check in? L- last week, we always, I always like to let everyone know. We pick, is this what we start with?
0: <laughs> yeah, so we start far. with a check-in. Okay, great.
1: Yeah, we pick a couple of cards to talk, um, you know, as like a reading for everybody and ourselves. And then we check in and see what happened.
0: Yeah, so we picked the cards in the last podcast. And now right. we check in after a week. Yeah. To just see how we're doing, and also how that yeah. we might have resonated with the cards. Yes,
1: exactly. You seem very light and fresh today.
0: Uh, yeah, I do feel light and fresh, Why? and joyful. Well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's
0: happening? <laughs> I mean, lots of great things. I mean, one of them is just how liberated I feel now that I've had enough food to eat.
1: Ah, oh, isn't it's that great? great? <laughs> that makes it sound it's- like you've been, um, like on some. I don't know. In some, in some camp where you weren't allowed to eat. I know. Well, yeah. it's just so bizarre Life.
0: that I didn't realize how big of a deal that was. I'm just like, hello. Yeah. Ugh. I have way more enthusiasm and energy. Wow. And not should... just that I'm not thinking about food all the time, but that I'm also just like nourished. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: If you're following us at all, or if you are just tuning in, we've been doing, um, the, I mean, not on um, purpose together, but kind of, it just happened that, well, I guess I told you about it, and it really resonated with you, the intuitive eating, intuitive eating, and we've test read the fuck it diet, and it really changed both of our lives, really. We should really yeah. um send her a message,
0: let her know how much <laughs> how we've much been, advertising yeah, hurt.
1: seriously. It's not just her, though, there's also, actually, well, I mean, there's just, yeah, a lot of a lot of great people to follow on Instagram if anyone's interested. It's a
0: whole movement. And it's not yeah. just for like people like me. I was restricting calories. Yeah. And then other people binge or you know, mm-hmm. there's can be a whole list of ways you might react to the way that our culture is crazy about food. So yeah. that well, happened to be mine. And yeah, well people often
1: binge and restrict. It's oh, a
0: right. double yeah.
1: situation. Yeah. They restrict and then they binge.
0: Yeah, and so I think part of why I'm feeling so liberated and joyful Mm -hmm. is because right now at least I feel like – the negative aspect, the things that I was going through as far as like fear about putting on weight oh, and yeah. like that I'm being a bad person, like all those old oh, yeah. like guilt things about food. Yeah. That I kind of feel like at this moment, pretty liberated. From
1: That's them. so great. Maybe yeah. my reading also helped a little bit. Oh yeah. Because it was totally. the week before. Maybe totally. getting that stuff out of your space. That is really great. I'm so happy about that. I mean that you, I mean, you really look great. And um, it is so much freedom. I'm still in this phase where I'm like, uh I gained weight and I'm trying to just like love myself through it. So I still am in that part of it because I don't, uh, if I'm honest, I don't love the weight gain. Mm. I have a feeling it won't stay just because it's a result of part of, it's a natural part of the process. Yeah. If you're like, anyway, we won't go all the way into that. But um, so I'm just like, that's where I still am with it. But there's so much freedom. It really does. It, it takes like a big weight off of even going through this part. There's still a weight lifted off of me.
0: Totally. Yeah. And I really, uh,
1: this is the last thing I'll say about it. It's just like listening just to everyday people. Like now that the <laughs> that I've that's been lifted, like I can see. The truth, it sounds like a cult or something, but it really feels like, oh my gosh, listening to people talk about it. I'm like, you could be free, you know? That is how I
0: feel. I feel like I'm deprogramming from a cult. I totally feel like that. Like a life, a cult I've been in my whole life. I know.
1: It's funny that then, then some people would think this is a cult, but
0: it's not, it's not to us. It's all, it's it's all all relative.
1: So we (laughs) picked, last week we picked two cards, the bee and the eel. How right. did that play out for you? Or
0: so those both those the, both those cards were about positive energy, good vibes, um, prosperity. Mm-hmm. And the B was about hard work, working hard. And oh, definitely nice. this has played out for me because I feel it's probably connected to being nourished partly. But I definitely and maybe you're reading, too. I feel um, a renewed enthusiasm for writing. This week. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's really great. I've done
1: a lot of hard work this week. I've been really busy. Um, I've had a lot of readings. So that part is true. It's been a little heavy over here because unfortunately, Brett's dad is really sick. Yeah. Um, my husband also our great producer. Um, but so that has not felt like the prosperity element of things in the cards. Yeah. Um, there was like a lot of lightness in those cards, and it has not felt that way over here. Yeah. Um, but I've definitely but there has been prosperity because I've been busy. So, Mm -hmm. in that sense, yeah.
0: I liked what you posted today. I shared it on the Magic Monday podcast oh, yeah. Instagram about grief. Yeah. I I was remembering when I was 29, my cousin Logan, who was my same age. I don't know if I ever told you about this, but he it died sounds, of a brain tumor.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. And my whole family, I just remember... Everything we were going through, there's this, there was this moment when we knew he was about to die, like within a week or two. Right. And we took a family photo and, um, with him. And Mm -hmm. it's so interesting to look at the photo because we all look so. Filled with light. Like we all – it's like the best possible picture of everyone in a family, like 20 people or 25 people. Oh, my gosh. And it's because I just know – because I remember that we all went to a beach house to spend time with him and then we took this photo. And I just remember like – how good the grief was so strong, but so was that awareness of how much yeah. we loved him, like the yes. joy, the interconnection, the preciousness of life. Like yes. your post really reminded me of that today.
1: Yeah, boy, I just got chills you talking about that. Um Yeah, well, when I – I felt kind of like people might find this silly, but you know that, like, I feel as much love for my cats as I do humans and especially yeah. my – Cat that used to be my spirit guide before she came here and then was like, she just truly was just like love, like all she wanted was to be next to me and pour love on me. So Mm. that's what I was talking about, who I just lost in September. And that grief, I really chose to go through consciously, like as present as possible and really feel it because there's a very strong desire to tune out when it's Mm -hmm. that strong. Of pain,
0: yeah, and it do, I mean it's also inevitable, like you'll go through periods oh, where yeah. you do tune out and you just can't be present with it all the time, but. no,
1: but I'm talking about like when the intense pain would come up, like, oh yeah, I mean, I guess it wasn't, I'm just trying to think now if it was like twenty four seven I mean, yeah, I guess it would come and wait, but I don't think like I mean, my mom also died. <laughs> Just laughing because I'm talking about my cat, not my mom. But we had a much more difficult relationship, but it still was very painful when she died. Yeah. Um but yeah, that intense grief, it usually I think goes in waves, at least it did for me. So when it got that to that level I tried to just be with it and it really is like a very spiritual experience. Too. Nothing
0: opens you up like that. Yes, it's yeah. crazy. To it really, everything. Yeah. Like the quality of light. The quality of light is is so luminous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It really connects you to this world, to all the worlds. that really opens you up from just being this like three D person. It's like five, like every layer, all the dimensions (laughs)
0: open. Yeah. It's the love that you feel, but it's Mm. also that portal. It's like when you love, that love is so strong, and you're loving someone like that. Rumi quote you you posted. That love is transcending the the veil between this world and the the next world then you feel it's like your crown chakra is open your heart chakra is open yes you're aware of the eternal like you it's this like actual experience of that that we are all eternal yes
1: and even when you're in it and it's like oh you know you're worried that i mean i was worried like what if i don't see her when she goes or hear her when she goes um but even though i was worried i still felt so much connection and um it, it's just a very powerful it's like it's it is hard to explain i think you're doing a better job than i am even though i wrote that but <laughs> it really is it just feels like almost in some ways you're more alive than ever if you go through yes. it in oh yeah within presence and and like being present with it. And yeah, I mean, you can't do it 24 seven. I don't know. Oh, I know what I was going to say. The, um, the thing that my guides told me, which I feel is so true. And actually we talked about this kind of in our podcast that we didn't, that we had to re-record and then we never talked about <laughs>
0: it again. <But> it, <laughs> it's, I'm glad it's a, coming up again then.
1: Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> is about how, well, we were saying that we, <laughs> Tess to smoked t- too much pot last or a couple weeks. Ago. <laughs> I ate. I ate. Oh, you too ate, much of you a gummy. ate. a yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and what you tell what happened? It was oh, like opened you. I up just to
0: got yeah. Feelings. I got so. I felt so sensitive. I mean, that's why I try not to get too high because yeah. I get so <laughs> sensitive, and I just felt like. Emotions, uh, like really good emotions. Yeah. I'm so I felt so much love coming from Ted. I Aww. felt it was just like melting me, and I just like Aww. fell to the ground <laughs> and I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to explain to Ted that it was it was good, right? Was just because he's so much like, all at once. Yeah, yeah. He's probably like, yeah. "What's happening? Are you?" Okay? It, well, it was funny because I was like sure that he must know that his love was melting <laughs> me open. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you didn't know you were doing that." <laughs> That's so funny.
1: Yeah, but how it can feel like there's pain, like the crying, but it still is it, feels positive and when I was telling Tess that it reminded me when I was like in high school and I did mushrooms for the first time and I had this experience of crying and laughing like but I wasn't attached to either feeling like I was I was (laughs) either feeling I wasn't attached to so like crying didn't have a negativity associated with it and the laughing didn't have It just felt good, like kind of like a release. It was just like a nice release, but there was absolutely no judgement. Attached to it, and people were coming up to me. It's just understandable. I think I was at a school dance. I mean, my goodness, <laughs> what kind of character was I? But and they were like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm fine." <laughs> Don't you understand? <laughs> Crying like, and laughter, it's all the same thing. It's yeah. all the same thing. I re- I mean, it really stuck with me. And then today, when I was asking my guides about it, they were saying that like grief isn't the only reason why it feels so painful is because we attach a judgment to it. And of course, it's like we're human beings. What kind of level of Buddha? I mean, you have to be like Buddha to not feel like the pain with it, I feel like probably, but if you can experiment with it, like, what if I just like feel like let these emotions come out of me without resisting it and attaching like, oh, this is so hard to it, you know, and instead just letting go of that judgment. It's something worth, if at all possible, experience, you know, experimenting with. Because it, then I feel like it would be even more of a spiritual experience, you know, to just be like, this is just this thing coming out of me. There is – they really were clear. There's no judgment and it's only about expansion. Like it really expands you and that's what life is about is expanding. Boy, this really yeah. sounds like pot talk.
0: Like we we ate too many of these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I don't <laughs> think that – I think that's so t- totally true. And mm-hmm. – um one of the ways for me that I am able to like when I remember to consciously shift into that that conscious moving through emotions is to notice my breath. Mm. Notice when I breathe in, notice yeah. when I breathe out. Mm-hmm. And then I my breath naturally deepens and just keeping your awareness on that, it helps that like if you start to constrict, yes. Your, you know, that yes. there's pain. I don't wanna yes. you will like your breathing will get more shallow, but if you can consciously move it in and out of your lungs, yes. then it will become more natural. And then you'll like touch all the emotions and they'll start to flow.
1: Yes. And when you feel those emotions, this is the next level homework assignment. <laughs> if you're going through this is then to just not, I mean, we just naturally as humans are like, oh, I'm crying. So therefore I'm, we've labeled, <laughs> it so esoteric, but we've labeled it as sad and sad is pain, and pain mm-hmm. doesn't feel good. But if you don't label it as that and just like let it flow out, it it's a, it's another experience, and maybe it's that's a only possible thing. on mushrooms. I don't know,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> or or when you eat too many gummies. But yeah. I think also it's happened to me other times to just yeah. feel the emotion, just yeah, yeah, let it flow through. And it's I always feel no matter what. What reason I'm crying, if I'm crying because I'm laughing so hard or I'm crying because I'm sad or because I'm moved by beauty, I always think it's a good thing. Definitely.
1: It's a release. It's an opening. It's an expansion. I keep getting that message about expansion, like even writing just for the sake of yourself is expansion and or whatever creative, creative activity you do. And that's really the point why we're here to expand.
0: Mm-hmm. To explore and be, yeah. have this human experience. Yeah. Boy, I've not
1: seen you so glowy
0: and happy. It's great. Again. <laughs> <I guess.
1: laughs> um, okay, so that was our check-in. What, what do we do next? Is it- next, we have a question. Oh, right. Okay, great. Okay, so yes, we got a question from a woman named Becky and she said, uh, Currently, I am about three months into a new job. It's for an amazing company who treats us like gold, but I find that I'm not happy at work because it does not challenge me. I know I should be blessed to have a job, but since starting this job, I have felt so unbalanced in everything that I do. I'm going to have to stay at this job for the next year at minimum due to an due to other things happening in my life. But do you have any ways myself and anyone else who may feel off kilter at work can stable themselves? All right. So um, I actually feel this question's a little more complicated than than it sounds. Well, I should say it's multi-layered. So the first thing that I would say is, Well, it's a little confusing because she's saying she's not happy because it doesn't challenge her, but then she's saying she's feeling unbalanced. So I'm not sure, um, is she unbalanced because she's working too much or is she unbalanced? It's an odd combination
0: to be unbalanced and not. Challenged. Do you know I, what I mean? It was my, my impression that it was, um, not a match energetically with her spirit. I see. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. So the first thing is, yeah, if
1: it's not a match for your spirit, um, then I would say the first thing I would say is kind of to challenge this idea that you can't leave it. And I will address it if you can't leave it. And you know, that's just how it is. But I do want to just say, um, first to, to think about the idea that what if you put in the possibility of like wh- what asking yourself? I like to ask what if questions in this or what mm-hmm. would it take? Like, what would it take to find a job that does challenge me where I am invigorated? And yeah, what
0: if, what if the perfect job is there for me? Yes, yes, totally. Yes.
1: And open up to all the possibilities because sometimes when we, just when we decide that, oh, I can't leave this situation, then what happens is the possibilities energetically around you, you start shutting off from them and it starts closing down and you can't really, you're not really aware of it anymore because you've decided that this is it. So that's the first thing I would say is just open up to that idea. I mean, I like to always breathe in light and that's something I feel like you should do at work anyway, is breathe in light. Um, because that always kind of just helps your general state of, especially if you're in a soul crunching job, it kind of awakens your soul, you know, to like, be like, Hey, I'm here, you know, (laughs) even if you're not feeling, if it's, if at work you're feeling shut down, it's like kind of a way of turning on the light to keep bringing in gold light. But again, yeah, just to open up to the idea every day of like, what would it take for me to have a job? What would it take to see more possibilities to have a job that I love? Where, how, where are the possibilities? And you don't have to have the answer to that question.
0: Yeah, I love that because it opens you up to more possibilities and then it honors your intuition too if your intuition is telling you yeah you know, this place isn't isn't a match yes because that's the other thing is sometimes we shut down
1: our int- again when we've decided well this is it for me you shut down your intuition your crown chakra speaking of the crown chakra shuts down um did you want to say anything else about that or no
0: uh, about this Just question Just that in part of it. And then, no. And then I was going no. to the
1: next one. Okay. So then the other thing I was going to say is that, um, again, it feels when you're saying off kilter and unbalanced, I would, it again feels to me more like if, okay, unbalanced meaning that work is taking up your whole life. You think that's what she meant? Like that work is what? It could be. I mean, I think. Yeah, it's hard to know. Um, so either way, if it's unbalanced or if it is making you feel shut down because, oh, you're not challenged. And so it's like drudgery. I like to bring, to think about in what ways can I expand and what other ways in my life can I expand? And then bringing that feeling of expansion into work that feeling of expansion it really does change things if you change your energy it it, it sounds i don't know i guess people are listening to this they probably believe this <laughs> um that it really can change your environment and and you start and you, it's like you're not buying into your present-day, quote-unquote, reality, you know, by bringing in that feeling of expansion. And you can think about that, like, what ways do I like to have fun and do more of that outside of the workplace? What ways light me up? What other things do I like to do? And if you don't, you know, and try to make space for that outside of the workplace and bring that energy into your work consciously since you can't, you know, have it when you're at work.
0: I think that's a great idea. And, and I was thinking too that, um, a book I really like is E squared for, for feeling that sense of possibility and manifesting. Have you ever read E squared? It's so good. It's by, I'll put it in the show notes. It's by Pam Grout and it's, um, not, the subtitle is nine energy experiments that prove our thoughts create our reality or something like that. And it's just like when I have read, she has a sequel to it too. That's nine more energy experiments and both of those books are just so great for opening up your, um, your awareness of possibility. Mm, So that might be a, interesting one to read right now to see if that can help stimulate other possibilities for you. Yeah,
1: I think that's really important. When you get in those soul crunching situations, it's really important not to let that seep into the rest of your life. Because it, I think we talked about this last week, about how Elizabeth Gilbert was saying that when people aren't creative, they get depressed. Oh, yeah. And it's like that. And it's, you know, I always talk about calling your energy back to you. Um, I mentioned that a lot. And I do think that's important in a job. And my best friend was just telling me yesterday that she was she's a writer. But she was writing, um, she hadn't written in a while, and she just went and start and just like journaled for like five minutes on her computer. And she said, talk about calling your energy back to you. That really like just woke her up and brought her energy back to you. So yeah. there's so many ways you can do that that don't involve just like imagining your energy back to you. Really, I think it's important, like if you have downtime at work or at lunch and I don't know if you are a writer, just like journaling for five minutes to wake in yourself up. And is that a word? Waken, awaken. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And wake <laughs> yourself up. And. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So I think it's really great for the more you do these kind of things, you're kind of sending a message out to the universe energetically, like, "Hey, I'm here. I want more. You know, my soul needs more." And turning that light on, you know.
0: Yeah, and something I have done that is um, actually from one of those books I mentioned by mm-hmm. Pam Grout oh. is to play a song that makes you really like oh, want to do yeah. a happy dance first thing in the morning oh, after yeah. my, after I would have like morning caffeine, I would play the song and then just dance like she says, dance like you just won. The Super Bowl oh, and it's, it's, that. yeah, it's a really, it changes your energy for the day it's and it really totally. does help you like get into a different vibration. Oh
1: my too. gosh. That helps with everything. Even like with my kids when we're having, when they're having a hard time, I'm just like, when I remember to do this and I'm like, let's have a dance party. Everybody yeah. eventually, even if some people don't want to, they, they join in and yeah. it totally changes the energy I, of the whole. Oh, or, that.
0: That sounds so
1: fun. Yeah. Your family sounds so fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's really fun. And it's, yeah, it's important to remember. Um, wait, you just said something that made me think of something. I don't know. It went away. Um, but yeah, I like all those ideas about connecting and it's so important, especially if you're in that place. I got to read that book. Oh, I know what I was going to say, I have so many books that I am so excited to read that I just, haven't. So I want to get that book. But then I'm like, it's probably just going to get added to
0: the pile of books I want to read. Well, just read whichever one seems the most exciting to you right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, they
0: all seem very exciting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think what this comes down to is too much time on my phone, which you're really good about. I texted test last night, and then she didn't text me back, and I was like, what happened? Where are you? And she's like, (laughs) um, I just wasn't on my phone. I'm like, oh, wow. What a novel, (laughs) novel idea. Yeah,
0: I do that sometimes.
1: (laughs) Just sometimes?
0: (laughs) I try to do it. There was a period when I did it every night, but... Uh, then my brother was like, "I try to call you on my way home from work, and I never can get a hold of you. So I sometimes will leave it on and put I the see. hopes that Aaron will call." Aw, that's cute. What? what? <laughs> and he does Aww, sometimes. That's <laughs> sweet.
1: You should have like a regular
0: date, phone date. I know I've tried that with him, but no. it, it hasn't worked out.
1: No. Yeah, that's hard. It's hard to make
0: commitments. <laughs> <laughs> <It> <laughs> commitments can be. are hard.
1: <laughs> Especially time commitments. Um, okay. Are we going to do
0: the energy report? Um, yes. Is it time for that? Oh, oh it do it you want to do the, our, biz, our biz? Is this where we oh, do our business? No, we, we have done it in the past before the readings. Oh, okay. Okay. So we can, so let us know what's been going on with the energy. This oh, week. yeah. So this is the energy report.
1: We added a little, um, <laughs> in case you you'll hear it. Here. <laughs> that little sound thing. What's it called? A, um, um, a sound, sound effect. effect. Thank you. Yes. No um problem. yeah. Brett says, by the way, <laughs> wait a second after you say practical magic. So it has okay. time to just <laughs> little we'll do behind it. the watching the sausage get made. Um so anyway, yeah, this is where I talk about that there's usually themes um in all of my readings, like a general theme. That runs through that I like to share because it seems like most people are going through or a lot of people are going through it. However, this week, it's funny, last time I said nine times out of 10, I think this happens. And it's interesting. I was trying to find the theme because this week I told Brett earlier, it felt like I was doing real um, psychic journeyman work. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like real, like, just nuts and bolts of not that I don't tell the future, but nuts and bolts of energy reading, like, Looking at animals who've passed, looking at job situations energetically, oh, yeah. like just chakras. Well, more like checking in with like people and jobs and animals. You know, like, is this situation good for me? Is or. Saying hello to dead people, you know, real nuts and bolts of (laughs) machine writing work. Yeah, but I was thinking, if I had to pick a theme, it is there. It might be assessing, kind of assessing like past, past situations and how they did or didn't work out for you, for people, and like how does that play into today. Does that make sense? Like looking at the past and seeing like, well, why didn't that work? And oh, yeah. how can I change my future? How can I change where I am now so that I don't repeat those kinds of mm-hmm. mistakes? So I think that's really where people are. And I don't have a lot of um specific advice about this because it's, it does feel kind of general, but I would, at the same time, it's, um, personal in the sense that it's really about self-reflection and again, updating yourself so that you're in present time, getting your information from present time, which I talked about last week. So maybe it's just a continuance of that. And, um, and also compassion, having a lot of compassion for yourself, because I think sometimes we get into, oh, I'm repeating patterns. And then we get mad at ourselves at how we
0: were in the past. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this does all also go along with Saturn retrograde that we're oh, still in yeah. until September 19th. Oh, boy. That and that extra clarity that yes. to see, like, like with me, like, oh, look, I can see when I started eating less is connected to when I started getting more stressed out about work and then I can actually see how that's true all throughout my life and the different factors that go into this pattern like I can see them so clearly and it's like seems so obvious now but it didn't for so long and I think that's one of the gifts of Saturn retrograde yeah
1: that's true it is a gift and it can be even more of a gift if you're compassionate with yourself, which is hard to do because a lot of times I, I do this, like, I've, I've gotten a lot better about it, but like looking at the past and being like, ugh, why did I, you know, why was I in that situation or, you know, I don't know, just like being hard on, why did I attract that in my life or I don't know, just being hard on myself. Yeah, so actually, compassion, self-compassion
0: yeah. is such a big deal. So
1: important. Um. And actually, one thing I was telling Tess about this that we have this thing where we well <laughs> Tess texted me things that she said to her cat, and i'm <laughs> always talking to all of my cats I have a lot of cats, and uh I went up to one of my cats the other day, and I was like hello, Ron, how does it feel to be so great every day? And I just like (laughs) have so much love for him. And I was like, Ronnie, you're so great. And I just imagine (laughs) like, imagine if I like looked in the mirror, it would be ridiculous and it would feel maybe ridiculous. But truly to have that love for myself, like, can you imagine feeling like, oh my god, how does it feel to be so great every day, Natasha? <laughs> like, but it's not like a hubris. It's just like, a,
0: oh my god, I just relish you. You know? Yeah, I love that. It actually really inspired me when you texted me okay. that, and I thought that to myself. I tried it out. I how that like, feel? How does it feel to be so <laughs> fabulous? It felt great.
1: Yeah, it's like, and it's funny because it's like it doesn't have to even. I mean, it can be, and that is great if you say it like that. But it really was just like a it felt like love and just a fact. Like, you're so great. How does that feel? Yeah. You know? And to yeah. really feel that about yourself. Like, oh, my God. I'm really great. How does that feel? Yeah. You know? So I... Yeah, um, why not? Yeah. It's light and it's a nice thing to add in this time if you are kind of doing a past... um What do they call it in AA when you go back and... Do you know about this? How when you're in AA? No. Oh, really? Well, the, you make amends, but it's...
0: Oh, I did know that. Yeah, it was. a Oh, inventory, to inventory. That, that oh, they okay. they
1: do an inventory, and so it's like if you are kind of doing an inventory of your past, like what happened there, and da, 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 to add this lightness to it. Of and I'm a really great person. That doesn't mean that you haven't made mistakes or there aren't things that you want to change. I mean, that, I was thinking about that with Ron. Like, Ron sometimes beats up my cat Denise and I don't like it. But I don't yeah. shame him for Ron's it. Ron's not
0: perfect, but he's still great. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Poor Ron.
1: Um, <laughs> but I just still love him and I don't hold those he's mistakes He's great every day. It. That's right. Even yeah. with his flaws. So yeah, I I really that. like that. Yeah, let's bring that fun energy into all of our, you know, because let's not make spiritual work heavy if we don't have to.
0: Yeah, and to remember, I I really there's a book I really like by Kristen Neff called Self Compassion. Do you know oh, this one? No,
1: but I feel like her name so came up
0: recently. Is she a scientist? Yeah, she oh. she's a doctor. She okay. studies self compassion. Yes, I just heard about this. I I think I just heard about her study.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You should read it. Maybe you should read it. Yeah.
0: Self compassion. It's so good. And she talks about how, um, like, there's this thing I do that she says to do to stop when you're suffering for any reason. You feel embarrassed, you feel stressed, Mm. you know, to say these four things to yourself. This is a moment of suffering. Mm. Suffering is a part of the human condition. May I have compassion for myself in this moment, mm. or may I may I be kind to myself in this yeah. moment? May I give myself the compassion I need, and I it that. incorporates. Yeah, I like how it incorporates the that suffering is something that humans do. Like yeah. we all feel embarrassed sometimes. We all feel down on ourselves. We all beat up Denise. <laughs> or, no, I don't. Beat I mean, up nobody. <laughs> no, but we all <laughs> we we don't all beat up Denise, I know, but I'm we all kidding. have those moments when we're like, yeah. You know that was really rude. Yeah. And just you know, I you know it's times when we do things that are not kind, inappropriate. Yeah. yeah not kind. Mm-hmm. Like that. This is a, a universal human thing. Yeah. So to just like remind ourselves of that, so that we're not like, oh, I'm the only one that ever beats up Denise. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sadly for Denise, Ron <laughs> is not the only one in
1: this house that beats her up. There's other cats Aww. that really target her. And if she Aww. and here's another lesson, Denise is like twice the size of Ron, maybe even two and a half
0: sizes larger.
1: She could slap that guy silly, and he would leave her alone. But she doesn't recognize her own power.
0: Oh. Denise. Or maybe she's being kind. No. No, absolutely not. No, it's not
1: that. No, she's mad. She doesn't like it. Yeah, she's a victim. She thinks she's a victim when she isn't, which goes back to – kind of what we were saying before about the job like if she could open up to the possibilities that she has more power than she thinks she does it would be a whole different situation and she's absolutely gorgeous I mean beautiful Maine Coon Um, but shoot I was going (laughs) to keep doing this I'm sorry you just have to put up with me people that I keep losing my train of thought because I was going to say something else but Oh, I know what I was gonna say that um that's the the I think I'm gonna <laughs> but don't ruin this, but I think that's like the first um tenet of Buddhism is that there's life is suffering, life is suffering, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I
0: think in her book she talks about Kristen Neff. She talks about that she I think it, she was at a Buddhist oh, event okay. when she heard, first heard the term self compassion, and oh, then yeah. she started to make it like her life work. Oh, that's great! Yeah,
1: that loving loving kindness meditation. It's also called meta. I think mm-hmm. is so powerful. I need to do that more regularly. It's a really great a great one. I think it's um I you should just. Maybe you can link to it in the show notes. So that yeah, I,
0: I, I have one on my website. That oh, I did, you do! Like Great. A version of it
1: mm-hmm. where you first send love to. I think it's like a yeah multi stage thing of who you're sending love to, and then it comes yeah. back to you. Then you give it to you. Mm-hmm. I think like someone you hate, someone you, or first you start with an easy one, then it gets harder and harder. Someone
0: you love a lot, someone you kind of know, right? Someone that you have a challenge with, yes. and then yourself is usually generally how it goes. Yeah.
1: No, someone you hate. Tess, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <All> <laughs> Might
0: right. be, could be. <laughs> that was the energy report. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, so that means now it's time for practical magic. Yay! <laughs> this week <laughs> we're talking about summer solstice. Oh, so, it's summer solstice this week. It's the um the pinnacle of the sun. It's the long well, in the northern hemisphere. Yes. In the southern hemisphere, it's the winter solstice. Yes. Both solstices are celebrating the sun. Mm. Um but this in the northern mm-hmm. hemisphere, both hemispheres, it's mm-hmm. the 21st of June. So that is Friday. Mm -hmm. And so something that you can do practically to tune in, tap into the magic of this time, this the sun's big day, the biggest day of the year for the sun, (laughs) Mm -hmm. is to watch the sunrise. This is my favorite thing to do. For the solstice is to wake up before the sunrise and to toast the sun. So I like to bring a beverage and a libation, the same so I'll like maybe make some ginger tea for myself and some for the sun. Oh. And wait, what's offer the it difference the between a libation and a beverage? Oh, so the the libation I mean the offering for the sun. Oh, okay. So I'll drink I'll drink some and then I'll offer some to the oh, sun. Nice. And you could do this with a group with a magical spirit circle or mm-hmm. something, or you could just do it by yourself and um, watching the sun and just marveling at them. The magic of this, this like glowing orb yeah. that our planet rotates around. that keeps us, us alive. Light. Yeah. Yeah. That drenches us in light. Our yeah. eyes actually evolved to see this light that comes from the sun. Wow. It's like we're so tapped into the, and it grows the food that we eat. I mean, there's so many yes. things that we all know, but we don't like always take time oh, to marvel. Yeah. We take it for granted for sure. Yeah, so to watch the sun and the sunrise. And if you're so not a morning person, Mm -hmm. sleep is really important. So you could also – I was realizing I've never done this, but you could also watch the sunset. Yeah, I was going to say maybe that would be good. Yeah, they're both sacred times. The sunrise – watching the sunrise and the sunset, even people who aren't – they don't think of themselves as metaphysically tuned in. Mm-hmm. It's you can still tap into how magical of a time this is because it's a portal. Yeah, it's the doorway. You're not. It's not day. It's not night. Mm-hmm. It's an in-between time, which is aligned with the realm of the fairies. It's aligned with opening up, like we're saying, to when we feel that connection to someone who's passed, mm-hmm. who's crossed over. Then we feel that magic of being in that in-between space between the world. So the sunrise or the sunset, when the sun's setting, you can realize that now, because this is part of the magic of the solstice, is that not only is it the time when the sun is at its biggest expansion, it's also the day when the sun starts, the days start to get shorter. Right. So it's like the birth of the dark half is within mm. the light, the day of the greatest light. So at the sunset, you can be like, grateful for this light half of the year as we're grateful for the sun as it's been ascending and to just kind of like watch it as it starts to descend in the wheel of the year both feel very powerful yes i love that so either time also you can tap into the magic by letting the sun so at the sunrise especially you can feel as the sun rises, let the sunlight permeate you energetically and feel it bolstering mm. your, all the healing that you're doing right mm-hmm. now, bringing light to the dark, the shadows and, um, just healing you. Yeah. Just that loving, nurturing, healing feeling. Yeah. So you toast the sun and then you pour the sun's, um, you can drink your ginger tea with the sun and pour the sun's tea. Is there a reason the it's ginger tea? Oh, it doesn't have to be, but okay. ginger is a solar-aligned botanical, so you could do cinnamon. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do, one time I did um, ginger kombucha, oh, which was fun. that's nice. Yeah, and fenugreek. Um, and then you
1: put it on the, did you say you pour it when you're done onto the earth?
0: Yeah, the cup so you could like pour what I do is I'll pour a cup for the sun and then I'll have a cup and you you pour the sun's cup on the earth. I love that.
1: Does Ted ever join you in these um, rituals? um
0: <laughs> Reluctantly he does <laughs> okay, sometimes cuz like when I have friends come over to do a ritual sometimes, mm-hmm. especially if one of the friends brings their partner, who is oh, okay who's like a similar similar to Ted, uh-huh. like, yeah, okay, I'll hang out. Yeah. I like people, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know then he feels less alone I if see. he can bond like with another especially if it's an atheist fellow atheist. Oh, is he at an atheist gathering
1: mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Brett's agnostic. Very.
0: Oh yeah, I think Ted would say agnostic or atheist. Probably, yeah, You'd go either way. I see. That's
1: funny that we are both with agnostic people,
0: or yeah, I think
1: it's common.
0: Is it? I think so. For like, yeah.
1: pe- what do you mean, like people that believe the things we
0: believe? That they're, I mean, it seems like I know a number of couples where the female uh, or one member of the couple is. um metaphysically minded oh, and then the other member is atheist oh that's interesting or agnostic yeah because mm-hmm. i feel like it like what's head and a number of atheists i think and agnostics that they are they don't often realize that they're they're sort of pagan because they're yeah. inspired by science yeah. and planets and nature mm-hmm. and it's so and it's kind of like fills a similar mm-hmm. s- similar need to spirituality mm-hmm. for them yeah yeah, I see that. I think
1: there is a big difference to, between agnostic and atheist, though. Just that lack of that intensity with the atheist, you know, that's that's a big diff. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think there is a um a spectrum. Yeah, yeah. All right.
1: Well, thank. Was that it? Was did you finish your practical magic? Yeah, that was great. That was practical magic. Thank
0: you for that. And, oh, one more thing, if you're listening on Monday, happy full moon. It's a full moon today. Oh, is that? I thought it was on Saturday. Mm, No, it's today. I mean, the day that this comes out. um, Early, early in the morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so if you're listening on Monday, like, it's a full moon today, but it was the full moon technically was early this morning. Oh,
1: okay. Full moon in Sagittarius, a fiery moon for the summer solstice
0: yep right before it and then on the summer sol- solstice it's an aquarius moon, oh great so. i'll
1: feel at home
0: yeah. yep. um so should
1: we do our oh now we do our housekeeping i'm starting to yes are we nine episodes in and i'm finally i'm getting into the rhythm it's still new yeah this is it's still very new, new
0: yeah
1: um so yeah you can find us at magic monday podcast on instagram right is it the mm-hmm. one? Yes, <laughs> and that's it. Magic Monday podcast at Gmail. You can ask us questions, and we'll of any nature except if it's, I guess, asking us to tell the future. We don't do that.
0: Yeah, we'd like it, the questions to be applicable to our listeners in general, or at least but, a yeah. number of them. Also, we don't tell the future.
1: Yes, also that. I don't
0: believe you can.
1: I mean, I can look at the energy of something, but I can't tell the future.
0: Well, from a quantum perspective, there's mm. just so many exactly. futures. Exactly.
1: Although I do think <laughs> – this is another tangent, but I do think, like, you can kind of tell where something's headed within that week or so, maybe, but – Yeah, there are probabilities. Yeah, yeah, like heavily weighing in that direction, but not like, am I going to win the lottery? No, that that situation I can't read. I don't believe that you can. I mean, I don't believe that you can read, anyone can read that. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Always willing to be proven wrong.
0: Um Maybe we will stumble upon some modality yeah. that will allow us to transcend the quantum. Wow, you know limitations. That'd be amazing. Maybe you <laughs> and I should
1: do some kind of Bill and Ted's excellent adventure situation, <laughs> and then we will be able to. Solve yeah, the future. It'll yeah. It'll be a whole other story, mm-hmm. and we can see above all the, but more of like a sci-fi version. Boy, this yeah. whole episode really feels like I've been eating a lot of edibles. <laughs> um, so that was, that's how you get to us. And then for me, I'm at highestlighthealing.com, my website. You can book a reading there, subscribe to my newsletter, and you can also find me at highestlighthealing on Instagram.
0: Yep. And uh, my website is tesswhitehurst.com and I am tess4444 on Instagram.
1: Great. So, should we do our, um, our, our readings of the week? Are pulling an oracle card?
0: Very soon. Oh, oh, one more okay. thing. Mm-hmm. Remember to rate and review oh, us. this is so important. And to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> and to subscribe on iTunes um, that's right. or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's just say, first and of
1: all, we appreciate, we're so grateful to everybody who's already done it. I mean, honestly, it makes us so happy. And it does. you help the podcast, but you're also really making us happy. And that's what's important. Yes.
0: And you're entering a raffle, which is going to happen very soon. Well, that's but the not new yet. news.
1: Yes, our big yes. news
0: is that anyone who's ever and ent-
1: so it doesn't matter if you've already done it. We're going to put all the na- somehow we're going to maybe put the names in a hat. Who knows how we'll do it? And we, but <laughs> we don't know that yet. part we don't know. But we're going to pick <laughs> a winner. And Tess has gotten some great things right for the winner yeah what are
0: they so my publisher Llewellyn worldwide has um agreed to send us this is why we're not doing the raffle yet because they haven't sent it yet but they have agreed to send us the mermaid tarot kit so exciting and the books energy wellness for your pet and herb bundles for energy clearing i mean
1: it's a real that's that's quite a winning package
0: yeah. So right up our alley yeah. too, here at Magic Monday podcast.
1: Yeah. Oh, on iTunes. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So we really appreciate that. If you're going to write a negative review, I guess you're still allowed in the raffle.
0: Yeah. You don't love yeah, it, you, but <laughs> it's not, it's kind of rude, but <laughs> it's really rude to enter the raffle yeah. after that. But you know what? It is not against the rules. No,
1: no we'll, we'll <laughs> let you in. That's how democratic we are. <laughs> um okay now are we now are we done with this? Yes. Now yes, we can do our reading. Okay, now. great. Um I asked Brett to bring down cards and he brought down quite a few. Would you like to pick which I'll I'll have you pick between these two because we haven't used these a lot. Oh um, okay. hold on. Wild Offerings Oracle by Tosha Silver. Oh yeah. That okay. one. And I mean we, I think we've used all these before. And then there's the work your light. Oracle.
0: You know what? I'm feeling Natosha Silver. Great. And what about you? What are you doing? And I am using the one I used last week, which is Cullet Baron Reed's Wisdom of Avalon Oracle. Great. Okay.
1: Who's going first? You're going to go first. I can tell because oh, your I am? eyes are closed. Well, oh. I thought okay. last time when your eyes were closed, you seemed ready to go. <laughs> I haven't picked
0: it yet, but I will. I will. Okay.
1: Okay. It's a little dead air while Tess connects to the source. I can't. <laughs> Got it.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, um, the swan. Ooh, Ooh I like this that. This is the swan. And it says transformation and trusting the psychic gifts. Mm, I like that. I love. Yeah, the transformation feels really powerful yeah. for me. And mm. with the the summer solstice, too, because every Sabbath is a portal, it's like a portal of energy. It's a possibility. It's an opening. Mm. It's a liminal space. So every Sabbath. Oh, a Sabbath. Yeah. So the witches holidays, the pagan. Oh, okay. Are called Sabbaths.
1: I don't know all
0: the,
1: the pagan. All speak. the lingo. No, I, I don't know so, much about paganism. I probably do a lot of it or subscribe to it, but I am not, I'm more versed in just general new agey.
0: New age. Yeah. yeah, it's a good blend, okay. but you're definitely going to be learning it I love that. I'm podcast. very into it. <laughs> okay, so the swan, this card represents, a, I think, you know what? I think we talked about it already. We did. But, um, I don't think we picked swan... this. Oh, okay. No. Okay. This card represents a transformation from one state to another. From the ugly duckling to the beautiful swan, this signals a period of growth that will ultimately be life-changing. The swan says that you may change so much that you may not recognize yourself in the mm. end. Most, most important, it's time to honor and love this change within yourself, for then yeah. only the most beautiful reflection will shine back at you from the mirror of life. The swan says, dive in, you will love who you become. It also reminds you that you need to trust your intuition and your psychic gifts to guide you. We're just as... laughing because Rocco is
1: real my dog is obviously really responding to this because he's never Rocco... made a peep this whole in any podcast <laughs> that it. we've done, but he's really responding to the swan. Rocco, um you can it's okay. You know, that reminds me what wait, were you finished? I'm sorry. Well, Did I interrupt? Uh Sorry. It's
0: totally (laughs) fine. It's the, it's, so the swan says, dive in, you will love who you become. Mm. It's like, and I just feel like it really matches that, the Saturn retrograde, the energy report, just to like, and to send ourselves that self-compassion. So that we can transform and we can love what we've been, we can love ourselves now, we can love ourselves in the future in the ways that the beautiful (laughs) ways we're transforming. Rocco agrees. There's been,
1: actually, since we started this, there's been a lot of noise in the background, but that's okay. People understand. I think I might, um, yeah, people understand. I don't think it will detract No, Okay. I can't decide if I should take a moment to remove him. I don't even know what he's barking at. He's just, like, looking out the window, telling you. He's like, I'm a tiny chihuahua, and I'm going to turn into a swan. <laughs> but he's beautiful just as he is, which is something he else is. we could tell ourselves if yes. we are tiny chihuahuas. Um Hi. I'm saying hi to him. Um Yeah, that really does resonate with what I was saying before about the energy report. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Anything our question? Yes.
0: The question we receive, which I'm sure people, other people resonate with also. Yes, exactly. Okay. I'm, sh- do you think I should get rid of Rock? <laughs> move him out. I, I don't know. That's oh, your, you know, okay. you, you know better oh, than I. That's on me. Okay. Well, I just yeah. mean,
1: um, do we mind his little, little book? noises. I personally don't. Okay, great. Alright, so I'm going to pick a card now for all of us and and this one is called Clarity. So it says, let me trust my deepest instincts in all ways, especially when matters are unclear. May my own holy intuition always guide the way. And that once again really is what we were talking about with the job, like Opening yourself up to all the ways, even when you're feeling like uh, mucky or unclear, connecting consciously to your light, to things that make you expansive, and that helps bring in the intuition. And you, when you're not shut down from it
0: you know yeah and breathing through your feelings and letting yes. them be what they are yes. and then letting them move through to create greater clarity and to open up to your intuition yes i love holy intuition always guides the so yeah. that's a nice
1: way to put it may i be open to my holy intuition yeah well this has been another great week connecting with you <laughs> Always, yeah. It always sounds like uh, I'm saying, like, we're so great. And we are. How does it feel to be so great, Magic Monday podcast?
0: It feels wonderful. <laughs> uh,
1: all right. Just in time for the other Chihuahua to come to the door. Thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate you and we'll see you next time. Have a magical day.
0: They all beat up Denise.